Welcome. My name is Naomi Vilneg, and I'm here to encourage. I'm excited and honored to have you listening in. Thank you. Merci. So, a little bit about me. I'm a wife of many years, mom of four wonderfully and fearfully made children. Don't roll the eyes. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> you know what else the Bible says? Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 11. I'm very aware that your salvation is personal, but we can absolutely press through life journeys together. It's both biblical and socially progressive. I need you, you need me, and we can do this together. Tune in every Wednesday to get a word of encouragement from the Word of God. Praise the Lord. God is good all the time. Once again, you are here listening in and I am so glad for you. I give God praise for you, for your um, support in joining in. Listen, we all love an invitation, right? I know I do. I am one of those people who get excited when I am invited into something. And I like to believe that I'm not the only one. People get excited about invitation. And I just want to remind someone today that God is in the business of inviting. And he's inviting. He continually invites all of us, all his children back into his embrace. And so I wanted you to know that not only is he always inviting, but he customized his invitation to each and every single one of us. And so with that said, um, I'm just letting you know that the next podcast today is actually about invitations, invitation to a woman in the Bible and invitation to this man in the Bible that Jesus approach and invite them to himself into relationship with him. So this is an older recording of mine that it just came to my heart and I wanted to share with you. I pray that it will be a blessing to you. You are invited. Yes, you are. You are truly invited. There is no reason, nothing that will stop God from not wanting to invite you. You are invited. You are invited into fellowship, relationship with God. Be blessed and stay encouraged and enjoy the podcast. Hi, my name is Naomi Vilnek. Welcome to my channel. I hope today's message will be a blessing to you and bring you much encouragement. So our text today is actually found in um, the book of John, the Gospel of John. I've been reading the book of John for the past couple of days and I'm focusing right now on studying chapter 4, which is the story about the Samaritan woman. And I realized she received a special, special, special invitation. My question today to you is, if Jesus was right here and he had an invitation for you, how would you react? 
When we read the Gospel of John, chapter 4, we see that a great conversation is taking place between Jesus and a woman who is not identified by name in the text, except as a Samaritan woman. That's important because there is bad history between the Jews and the Samaritans. So any dealing between the two would have been scars, almost a no-no. The text also tells us it's midday, most likely the hottest, most uncomfortable hour in the day. And this woman has left her home, her place of comfort and security to go draw water. Water to assuage her thirst and bring water back home for her other needs. At this uncomfortable hour, she encountered Jesus at the well. Jesus asked her for water and she replied by saying, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan and the two of us, we don't mix. <laughs> and returns, Jesus simply said to her, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for water and I would give you living water that you will never go thirsty again. Wow. Can you imagine that? The woman exclaimed in excitement and requested that water and hope that she would never be thirsty nor come to that well again. Her reaction has me thinking that this woman did not want to be at the well at midday. She did not like coming to the place of provision for water. So she said, then I would never have to come back to this place again. Do you ever feel like that? You don't want to be at a certain place. Don't want to go there. Just don't want to be there. <laughs> so where are you right now? Do you like the place you at? Like the Samaritan woman, do you also desire not to be in your current position? Where are you going, heading? And are you saying to yourself, I wish I wasn't going there. I don't like the direction of my life. Perhaps you can be like the Samaritan woman after all. Finally, see that Jesus has the solution you want so bad that you would forget that Jesus was a foreigner, overcome the tradition, social construct, possibly shames pain, and make a demand at Jesus just like the Samaritan woman did to Christ that day. Give me water, she cried. Wow. So what do you need? Is it love, peace, affirmation, acceptance? Is it affection, healing? Perhaps it's clarity because life has gotten muddy or strained to finally make the right decision. Perhaps the idea of following Christ is foreign or taboo to you just as talking to Jesus was foreign and no, no to the Samaritan woman. Mm. Wow. Perhaps you think it's counterculture. It's not cool that following Christ would not fit with your lifestyle right now. Yet, you are still thirsty. Am I right? You are still discontent. You are still searching. You know there's more. I'm here to tell you that Jesus can give you today what you need. Accept his invitation to receive what only he can provide. Accept life because Jesus came to give you and I life, life more abundantly. Huh. Ooh, you can breathe again.
Yes, you can. You can leave again, I tell you. You can leave again. You can breathe. Breathe. Drink and thirst no more. Let me remind you, the text says, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. So here's the thing. Living your life the way you want to live, allowing yourself to be the captain of your life, that only gives you what we call a lifetime membership. But if you would choose to live for Christ, will allow Christ to be the captain of your life, that will give you eternal membership. Now, lifetime membership will expire. Can you imagine what it would be like being on the eternal membership list? Be blessed and stay encouraged. May this word touch your heart. May it has you thinking about a new decision today, the big decision. You've been invited to eternal membership. Go forward. Continue on reading the Gospel of John. And as we continue to read, we move on to the next chapter and we discover that Jesus is having another great conversation. But this time the conversation is with a man that the Bible doesn't tell us his name, but we do know that this man is invalid. Not only is he an invalid, but he actually been a handicap for the past 38 years or pretty much all his life for 38 years. He has been laying by the Bethesda pool waiting for a miracle to happen. So Jesus walking in a situation which I'm sure he was not the only one there because at the Bethesda pool, um, it is known that when the water stirred, people believe that an angel come down and if you happen to jump into the pool, first right at that moment healing would be yours so this man has been waiting for that opportunity for that chance he spent his life there waiting for a moment that he too can receive healing all of us should know what that means when we want something so bad we wait for it we are patient we are eager we wait and wait for years we work at it because we want it bad and he sit there waiting and he's not the only one because there's never one person who wants something bad there's always a lot of us many of us who wants it bad your family wants to do better for your home for for themselves you know as parents i want better for my children so it's my husband and i who want the best so it's always a group of us so i'm and then as we want that for our children so our uh, our friends so our, our families for their children they want the best as well so so yes, I believe that by the Bethesda pool, he was not the only one there, but yet 
he was the one that Jesus had an appointment for. He is the one that Jesus personally delivered an invitation. Jesus approached him and he asked him the question, you know, this time it's not, you know, do you want water, you know, um, or give me water, but rather this time the question is, do you want to be healed? Yeah, <laughs> if I was in his shoes, I would be screaming. I've been here for 38 years. Yes, I do. But watch this. As we read um, the text, the men did not respond by a yes, Lord, I want, or yes, even if he didn't know who Jesus was, because later on we find out he didn't, you know, he didn't respond what we would think would be the answer, which would be, yes, I want to be healed. I've been here. Rather, he went into a litany of explanation. He started to say, I've been here for 38 years. I've been by the pool and no one was helping me. You know, when the water would stir, no one would come in and take me and put me in. And he's just going on at it. And I asked myself, why? Why would the men respond to Jesus? you know, asking him the question, do you want to be healed that way? And I began to think that perhaps, it doesn't tell us, the text doesn't tell us, but as human being, you can imagine, and I began to think perhaps this man's response was not to Jesus' question. Even though Jesus was the one standing right in front of him and asking him a question that day, he actually was responding to everybody else who had asked him a question. He was responding to Bobby everybody else who have passed him by while he was laying on that ground on that floor who looked at him made a judgment probably wonder if he was lazy why didn't he get into the water what has he been waiting for doesn't he want to be delivered can you imagine by a look by a glance they judged him they probably wonder when he spent his whole life there this man is not motivated this man doesn't want it enough I believe he was responding to the judgment of men that has passed him through his 38 years of life. He heard it all. He probably seen it all. People has probably expressed things to him that he couldn't even, you know, muster to say at that moment. Yet at the same time, it had captivated him when Jesus asked him, do you want to get healed? What I perceive he wanted all along, because that's the reason he's by the pool. He did not just say yes. He went into an explanation. And I'm thinking that may have happened to some of us sometime. When Jesus come and made an invitation to us, you know, do you want to get healed? Do you want your life to be better? Do you want to move forward? Do you want to live your dream? And rather than us saying, yes, Lord, we do, you know, yes, Lord, that is exactly what we've been waiting for. I believe that we respond instead to the many, um, you know, questions and attitude instead that has been thrown our way. You know, the naysayer who has spoken over our lives lives instead. We are responding rather to that. We are responding to people probably who have judged us, who says, you can't make it. You're not good enough. You're right. You, you think you can be a Christian? You, you think you can follow Jesus Christ? You're right. The way your mouth curse? I don't think so. Oh, you know, you, you have that relationship with that man or you who have that relationship with that lady. I believe 
that sometimes we are responding to these judgments instead. What people perceive of us, what they judge, what they spoke over our lives, and we respond to it rather than respond to the genuine invitation that Jesus has for you. He's saying, come, or he's saying, you, you know what? I'm ready to heal you. Do you want to be healed? I'm ready to save you. Do you want to be saved? I'm ready to change your life, to transform your life. Do you want it? Of course you want it. You've been tired. You've been waiting for that opportunity, that moment when everything would change for the better. And someone come and actually ask you that question, you should be more than eager to respond. But sometimes we find ourselves, rather than responding to the call from Christ, to the invitation coming from Him, to the invitation coming from the Holy Spirit, rather than responding to that, we probably respond more to the judgment of men. What would men say? Would they really believe me that I've changed? And then we might not jump in for the opportunity because of that. But yeah. That didn't delay God because he came for an invitation. He came to deliver an invitation. He knew what he came to do. He had an appointment. He still looked at the men and he says, get up, pick up your mat. Get up, pick up your mat. Maybe that's not the instruction that Jesus is giving you today. He's not telling you, get up and pick up your mat. But he is perhaps telling you, you know, stop sinning in a different way. He is perhaps telling you, let that person go. Forgive, forget. He is perhaps telling you, you know, let that person that maybe you're living a life of sin with, let it go. That is not for you. Let it go let him go let her go and that could be the direction that god is giving to you will you be like that man who for 38 years waited to be saved waited to be delivered waited to be healed at the moment that jesus says it he did he got up though in the beginning you know he wasn't sure he didn't answer as we assume he should have um, answered but he got up he did exactly. He obeyed. Will you obey today? Jesus is calling you. He is inviting you into fellowship with him. But to do that, you must do some things that he asking you to do. They are very specific. You know this. You know what it is that God is asking you to let it go. You know that he's telling you, stop lying. Stop being a liar. Stop being someone who thinks things that doesn't belong to you. Stop holding grudges in your heart. You know what he's telling you to do. Will you do it and simply decide to follow him? Just like that man did. He got up and did exactly what Jesus asked of him. Whatever it is that the Lord is bringing in you into. You may be a seasoned believer and there is something in your life right now that God wants you to release and let go. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. You hear it. You hear it in, in the spirit. You hear it. People speaking to you. You're hearing it now today as I speak to you. You hear it, but you are still holding on to it. Let it go. And you may not be someone yet who have accepted the Lord Christ Jesus, but he's telling you, I can change your life. Your life is a mess right now. You're not happy with it. You're not thrilled with it. You want to change. You notice something better. You want better. And he said, I'm better. To be better, let this go. Let unforgiveness go. Let the anger go. Let the pain go. Will you do that? 
if you do that, your healing is here. Your healing will be yours today, not tomorrow. Instantly, the man was able to get up and go. And let me also warn you, just because you are delivered doesn't mean everybody will be happy for you. Because as he moved forward, he did grab his mat and began to walk. Guess what? The, the naysayer came and began to tell him, what? It's Sabbath. Because it's Sabbath, you cannot carry your mat. That's breaking the law. They did not rejoice that this man who's been sitting down for 30, who's been laying down for 38 years of his life, waiting for opportunity, waiting for change, waiting to be healed, waiting to stand up again, stood up, walked. They did not rejoice in that miracle. Rather, they pointed to instead to the fact that he carried a mat he was breaking. Not everybody is going to be there to encourage you as your life begins to transform. That's okay. Because what Jesus did, he did forever for you. What he's willing to give, it is for you. It is there for you to receive. I hope today that you take that word and says, you know what? I don't care what everybody else is saying. I want better. I want to become a better me. I'm ready to do it. And I'm going to do exactly what Jesus is asking me. He's inviting me today. Will you be willing to make some move? The lady before, the Samaritan woman, was willing to drink. She was willing to have a drink. You, are you ready to make a move? Because that is what Jesus is asking you to do. Be blessed and stay encouraged.